This is the Big O Money Show with Bill Altman from the Premier Advisory Group. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Bill provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, Retirement Income Planning, Wealth Management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. Your money and your plans in perfect harmony. And now, here is the Big O Money Show with Bill Altman. Good morning and welcome to the Big O Money Show with me, Bill Altman, from the Premier Advisory Group right here in Omaha, your local financial services professional. Uh, We're a firm that looks out for your best interest. We have Tony Shore on with us once again, as always, the reliable Tony Shore, Dr. Shore, as they uh, call them down in Nashville, right, Tony? You're on the radio in Nashville for quite a while. Yeah, I was. Yeah, but... uh, Five and a half, six years. Yeah, had a had a weekend show there every every Saturday night. Had a show. It was a every lot of Saturday, fun, yeah. and uh, did some radio promotions for record companies. I was a radio promoter. You know, I'd I'd talk to stations and try to get them to play the singles, the hits, as they you have say. The gold chain. Did you have the gold chain? Were you <laughs> like the? No, driving no, the Porsche. it's not at all like not like the movies. Uh, but, uh, and you were down there this weekend or last week, excuse yeah. me. So we missed Tony last week on the radio with us, uh, and you're down there visiting your cousin, Mikey, Yep, right? cousin Mikey. And, uh, he seems to be doing well, all things considered, you know, he's going through a lot right now. He went, underwent uh, two heavy rounds of chemo. And, uh, so I wanted to get down there and see him. He's, he's a great guy. Uh, good kid, good kid, only 49 and has colon cancer. And they're, they're, they're seeing a trend where people are, you need to get checked for that younger and younger. I want to tell the listeners, uh, I don't care what age you are, get in there, get checked. Yeah. Right. I don't want it to let it go too you know, far. You- he, he let it go too far. And so, uh, yeah, yeah, that's not good. And so young, and he he came down while while you were there, right? You were there first. Uh, yes, I lived in Nashville, and yep. then um, yep. he and one of my good friends from my hometown, Worthington, Minnesota, uh, they decided they wanted to. They went to school uh, up here in uh, I don't know, it was Hutchinson for audio engineering, and they moved down there, and they ended up going out on tour with some groups. And Mikey, cousin Mikey, did lighting, and my friend Shane Boyd did ran sound for some bands and uh they they worked in the industry there and they're still down there mike does audio mike still does some audio wiring part-time and and stuff like that and audio installations in in homes but uh uh or did before the COVID and and the cancer uh, you know kind of uh stopped that but he's still done some part-time work on the side even right now so you know, he's trying to keep going and live his life, which is good. But yeah, they came down after me. So cool. Well, no, that's awesome. You know, everybody, all of our listeners, please keep uh, cousin Mikey in your yeah. prayers. He has terminal terminal cancer and uh, but he's fighting real hard. And as Tony says, he looks fantastic. Yeah, he actually, so. you can't tell he's still got hair and and uh, he looks pretty good, actually, considering everything he's going through. But but yeah, I appreciate that, Bill. And Bill, though, how have you been? You've been working away there meeting with folks and uh, i know you're keeping busy aren't you 
Yet we're seeing an uptick back in activity as for people just wanting to get things done, um, which is fantastic. I love that. I think uh, we've kind of kept people cooped up for so long that now they're they they feel they can come back in uh, the fold, you know, you know, and safely. Right. People are still distancing. And as we know, I think it's like 83 percent of people locally are wearing masks. I've seen all kinds of stats. I don't know what's true and what's not. But you go out there and you do see a lot of people wearing masks and kind of staying away from each other a little bit. Um, we just ask when you come into our office, you don't come in when you're sick. So it's just, I, I, I'm back. I'm a common sense type of person. So please use the logic, the brain that God has given you. I think that's uh, probably most important. But, you know, what what's awesome, Tony, is the uptick again in activity in people uh, taking an interest back in things that are very important, uh, their money, their finances, what they've saved for all their life, what they've worked so incredibly hard for. And another thing that I think it has uh, it has kind of presented people um with some more options. I think uh, mentally people are more ready to retire now than say pre February, you know, say, say pre Corona in general, uh, people are ready to, uh, look at their other options, look at uh, what else that they can do. If they have saved enough money, they're wondering maybe if they can go a little earlier than expected. Um, And maybe um, that early for them is they're 73 years old, or maybe it's 60 years old or 55 year old. You know, everybody is different. Everybody has a different situation, whether it's a, say a government pension or whether it's just a 401k or multiple 401ks or savings real estate investments, whatever it may be, you've come to this point of, do I have enough? Um, and the fallacy of you don't is too, is too common. I hear that too often. And I don't think that's necessarily true always. And I, I think people assign random numbers that uh, is a one size fits all approach. And it's not. I mean, what if we ran into a situation where you had enough assets, you had a good nest egg, but you also had a nice house, right? And, you know, and we want to stay in that house for as long as you are alive. Are there other options? Can we talk about reverse uh, mortgages? This is not necessarily for poor people, right? These are options that are available to really people who are over the age of 65 years old, and it's a way for them to stay in the home that they want to stay in, you know, because a lot of times you get into retirement, and if you were a high earner um, during your working years, it's sometimes tough to meet all of that income for retirement. So you take a little haircut back, you're gaining independence, freedom, right? You're gaining this uh, sense of, wow, what can I do? I'm going to go into my go-go years. I'm going to go do some traveling, blah, 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 blah. You know, I don't have to report to the man every day. I do not have to report to my job every day. And that's what uh, that's what changes. So looking at the options, making sure we understand that one size doesn't fit all. Uh, we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about steps that you should be taking to to make to retire, to get to that point, to make sure you're you're taking all the necessary steps and preferably in order. And they don't have to be what I want to try to prevent. I was talking to I had a great lunch, actually, with Willie Miller. You might know Willie Miller. Uh, he's a Nebraska football oh, yeah. player. Uh, and I was talking with Willie. He was actually a presenter at last year's big uh, Christmas party at, at Champions oh, Run nice. for our clients. And, and, and But anyway, just having a, the lunch and saying hi, catching up and everything. 
anything. I saw him at the Nebraska Greats Golf Tournament. Um, but I was like, hey, Willie, you know what? Because he's going to be going into uh, this accelerated nursing program at Creighton. I said, when you get done, he's a young guy, 41 years old. OK, when you get done, come to me so we can start that plan. We can start building that roadmap. My point is you're never too young to start building this. But I also want to make sure you understand you're never too old either. And just because you may have procrastinated, it's okay. We do it. We all do it. We're all guilty of the procrastination. So we want to make sure that wherever you are, we're starting to build that roadmap. But today's focus is going to be, hey, okay, I can see the light at the end of the tunnel, Bill. What steps should I be taking? So we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about how the market has done some January composites and just kind of, you know, talk about that. And making a plan. I mean, what you're talking about is making a plan and you have to have one, especially nowadays. So, but you mentioned the market. Look at what's going on. What is going on in the market right now? You know, markets have been rallying. I mean, it's just, you know, we saw a couple of weeks that were off a little bit, but I mean, it wasn't anything drastic. And I think more than anything, waiting for that Fed stimulus, um, you know, another Corona relief uh, around, you know, they're talking anywhere from we've heard numbers of a trillion dollars. We've heard four trillion dollars. You know, it's kind of like, oh, my gosh, you know, how much money are we going to spend? But also important, as we've talked about on this show, that we are 70 percent consumer driven here in the United States. So what does that mean? Seven zero, seventy percent consumer driven is us spending money, right? We go, it's us spending our dollars, taking the money in, pushing it back out. Um, Tax revenue is generated. People are making profits. It constantly goes through that system. So when the stimulus occurs, as, as much as we want to you know, really be scared of hyperinflation and all this money that we're spending. If we just for a second push that aside, because that's been a threat for a long time that we haven't seen. So I think we have to be really careful about getting scared of every little thing that we hear about. But so when this money does go into the system, um, you know, from a stimulus standpoint to the consumer, to somebody that actually turns back around and spends it, you're giving it to the end consumer that goes to Target and spends the money. Right. And as that works, that keeps that money circulating in that system. And then the Fed tightens back up when things get better, raise interest rates, take a little bit more revenue in to draw that back down, draw that debt back down, if you will. So it's this constant moving target. And we have a massive economy. Let's face it, a 23, 24 trillion dollar economy. So it, lots of things, Tony, moving and shaking. Um, you know, you think about what you're going to run into. We have election year. We have some high unemployment numbers. But again, pre-COVID, they're the lowest ever, right? We have low tax brackets. That's really nice. But, you know, if, if you know, if the if the White House changes, will that change? Probably. Um We've been pro. We've been pro uh, low tax here in America. We like low taxes. Businesses like it. They've been bonusing out their employees. They build buildings. They have capital budgeting projects. It's like you know you have X Y Z company. It's called right Altman Enterprises. We'll call it today, which is not a company that I know of. But you have Altman Enterprises, and Altman Enterprises owns one building. But you know taxes are low for a while. They see the they're they're seeing good things for the next ten years. So in my capital budgeting, the money that I'm planning to spend four projects in the future, I'm building in, I might be building a new building. That one might be one of my capital budgeting projects or retooling my factory or something like that. 
those are the type of things that if there are higher taxes, it can stop that. And again, uh, at the same time, the economy starts to contract. Um, and so it, we've talked about before, lowering interest rates is pumping air into the tires, right? So you lower the interest rates down. We're at a 0% interest rate a policy right now that I believe the Fed has said that they want to have for like seven years, right in that neighborhood. So a 0% uh, interest rate policy, if interest rates tick up, it's letting air out of the tires, contracting that Taxes do that same type of thing. Raise taxes. It's contracting um, more money for the government. But again, are they just going to spend more anyway? So you kind of, you know, you got to weigh that and how important that is. And I think that's where it gets tough, Tony. Um, And we have to think going into retirement that is that something that uh, we want to bank on not happening? Do we want to bank on euphoria and everything being great all the time? No, because it doesn't happen that way. You run into different risks in retirement, Um, the sequence of returns risk that I have now all of the sudden started hearing other advisors or another advisor here locally talking about the sequence of returns. It's fascinating because we've been talking about it for years on the radio, the sequence of returns risk and way before I was on the radio, I've been talking about the sequence of returns risk. What is it? It affects you when you take money out of your accounts. So when you have a down year, you're taking money out and the market took money away, you're basically double dipping your account. That's when you can start running into trouble. And when you're in the accumulation years and you're growing and you're not taking money from your investment, your retirement accounts, you do not have that risk. And so things change when distributions start happening. Distributions are when you are taking money from your retirement accounts to supplement your income. You retire, you have social security, you might have a pension. What, what else do you need to equal your income goals? Right. Um, I think that's really, really important. You know, so overall, Tony, despite the coronavirus impact on our economy, the stock and bond markets have exceeded most expectations over the last few months which is fantastic. NASDAQ, you know, tech, tech names really essentially have been the leaders, right? And they have really pushed things up tremendously. Um, overall, we just have to make sure that we're looking out for um, understanding, you know, October is typically not the best month. Last year, we didn't have that issue really, but October is typically not good. Um, Then we're running into presidential elections. You don't know what's going to happen there. We have the coronavirus. We don't know if, you know, if or when there's going to be a round two or resurgence or any type of shutdowns or when is school. We have a lot of things up right now that are creating volatility and turbulence in the market that you have to be careful with, especially if you're nearing retirement. If you're me, uh, you stay the course. You add to the investment while it's down. Okay, that's really, really important. If you have extra money and the market goes down, It's time to pour it in. Um, I'm not saying that's the case right now or for everybody, but typically that's the rule of thumb. The closer you are to retirement, let's start pulling those reins back a little bit, right? No matter what your age and the younger, the better. I mean, that's the thing most people say. We all say, boy, if I only knew back then what I know now about the power of compounding interest and, and what a different situation I could be in if I'd started saving earlier or had a plan for my assets. Uh, And now is the time, you know, the best time to start was yesterday. The second best time is right now, right? 
Absolutely it is. And the first thing you want to do, and you, you're listening to the show, so you've probably already done this, but you you, you're, you want to find an advisor, right? And you're thinking to yourself, well, geez, Bill, you're my guy. Right? And I don't blame you one bit. But that's your first key. Find an advisor, okay? Someone that you connect with, someone that you have a good relationship with, or you can develop a good relationship with. Um, there's a lot of smart advisors out there. There, there there's good planning out there. Um, but when you can really connect with that advisor, this is a long-term relationship. You are entering your retirement right now. Uh, of, can you part from the relationship? Of course. Do you want to? Do you want to be moving your money all the time to different people? Typically not. It's a hassle and no one likes to go through that situation. Your time is precious. So finding the person connecting with that person, building that relationship or having that ability to do so, I think is, is paramount. Um, and, and that's what we offer here. We're very focused, very one-on-one. We're not pitching you off to other advisors. We work as a team here. Um, I'm the lead. So again, I'm doing a lot of the planning. I'm, I'm sitting down with people on a regular basis, hour after hour in my office every single day to make sure that we're developing that plan that best suits them and not a one size fits all option. Uh, it's like, again, that's key finding your per- person. Okay. Secondly is going to be organizing those assets getting everything together, uh, writing down a list. I have that 401k over at EMC. I have this uh, 401k over at so you know, organizing. I have the Roth IRA at TD Ameritrade and that little account over at Schwab for almost nothing or in the big one over here. I forgot about that. All of these things you want to organize. Think about the pensions that you've built over the years from even past companies, right? I have a, oh, a $200 pension over here or a $2,000 pension over here, bringing that in, organizing it, getting that paperwork together, right? Putting that in a file. Um, And then once it's in the file, once it's in the shoebox or it's written down, that's where you want to bring that into me. Okay. That's where you want to start setting that first appointment saying, okay, you know, this is what I have, Bill, um, you know, do, do your work. And so then I start asking questions. And one of my questions, Tony, I'm always asking is, uh, what's your budget? What are your income desires, your income needs and retirement? And and a lot of times it's, well, you know, I don't know, I guess I haven't thought of it. You know, be surprised. There's not a lot of budgeting out there. Okay. Which may be a good reflection on our economy, right? People have more money than they need, you know, which is fantastic. Or some people don't, right? Or sometimes it's paycheck to paycheck, whatever it is. I don't care who you are, or what you have, or what your expenses are, or all the money in the world. Create the budget. I want to know what you're spending your money on. This transparency thing is really important because if I'm paying you too much in retirement, if you're getting too much money from your plan in retirement, you're paying too much in taxes too, right? So we have to make sure that we're, we're being honest with ourselves with everything. And, and a lot of times, Tony, right off the bat, I'm asking people, well, what's your take-home income? And they're like, oh, take-home? Yeah, what hits the bank? What's that net income? Well, it's low, Bill. I have, you know, taxes taken out and 401k contribution and my AFLAC and then a little money goes to this other state. I don't care. What hits the bank? What do you see? What do you get to spend every month? 
on your bills and all that kind of jazz. Okay, it's, you know, so-and-so dollar. Okay, that's good, but that's low. I understand it's not your gross income. I understand it's not your full salary, but that's what I can gauge retirement income off of. If you're able to make it on your take-home income in your working years right now, and your expenses really aren't going to change too much in retirement, well, heck, we can, we can, let's start building around that take-home income. People are always like, well, let's get 75% of your, your income. What, what income? 75% of what? I want you to have a hundred percent of your take-home. How about that? Or more. And that's what we try to develop because you no longer have those contributions to your 401k. You no longer have the, uh, the social security tax, right? Paying in for Medicare and so on. You no longer have the dental taken out, the health insurance or whatever else gets taken out. So again, we use that net take-home income, then we pile on social security. Let's make sure we're maximizing that. So we start putting all this together to see what the landscape is going to look like. Um, Creating that budget, what is my Cox Cable bill? What is my OPPD and MUD or, or Black Hills? What, you know, what are the bills? What's my Verizon bill? everything. What's my discretionary? How much am I putting on the city card that I pay off every single month? That so, to, so I get the points, right? How much do it? How much am I going out to eat? Uh, everything that you can think of. And then what do I want to budget in for vacations, charity, the whole nine yards, right? We start putting all of that together. Then I can start building your plan. Right. And then we can talk about risk tolerance and how well do you sleep at night knowing your money is in the market uh, moving up and down? Are you more on the safer side? Do you need more green money, the safer money? Or are you more on the riskier side and you like to be in the market? You know, some people are do and it's great if we first organize those assets and create that budget, understand your desired income level. Um, and, you know, then we can start. Also thinking about what this nest egg can do for you. Can you take more risk to get more return or do you have to have it safer because we, no matter what, they're going to have to use it in retirement and all of it. Right. And so that's what we look at. And that's how that process starts. I start building that compass report for you. We start looking at the uh, Roth conversion uh, possibilities to get money out of the taxable sense into the tax free sense. And so it's just a, a wonderful marriage. Again, finding the person. I think you've done so today, or if you've been a listener on uh, on our Big O Money Show for a while, you've probably found that person. I'm your man, Bill Altman. Give me a call, 402-557-6730, 557-6730. We're right here, Miracle Hills, 116th and Miracle Hills Drive. Or you can always go to our website at par advisor.com. That's P-A-R advisor.com. All right, Bill. Great show today. A lot of great advice packed into today's show and listeners that does it for today's episode of the Big O Money Show with our host, Bill Altman. Thank you for listening to the Big O Money Show. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Bill Altman at the Premier Advisory Group. Call 402-557-6730 or visit their website at 
P-A-R-A-D-V-I-S-O-R.com. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. The materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Bill Altman and the Premier Advisory Group are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency.